Hi, my name is Ken Steele, and this is my podcast. It's called Here's What I'm Saying, and here it is. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Here we go, podcast for the day. Here's what I'm saying. Thanks for downloading, finding it, listening. So um, I always say if you have anything, a topic you are interested about or you want my opinion on or you just want to know something, what's uh, whatever, that I, maybe I know something about and you want to learn more about, hit me up on Facebook, send me a message, uh, whatever, and uh, I'll address it. So I'm thinking, uh, well, that'll be okay. Somebody will come up with, hey, what's your what's your favorite flavor ice cream or something, something simple like that, something light, at least to start. Or you could get the opposite end of the spectrum, which is, which is what I got. Uh, and I don't mind that. I don't, I'm just saying, uh, so, uh, on Facebook, Charles Beatty, who I've known for a while, he had, he brought up a question. He said, what do you think about, uh, gas engines, gas cars compared to electric cars? What's your take on that? And I go, well, here we go. <laughs> Let's just start out of the chute with, uh, with a biggie. Cause I do have an opinion about electric versus gas engines and what the difference is. And, and first, I guess you got to go with why is it a, is it an issue in the first place? Where, why all of a sudden now is electric cars, it, cause you see them all over the way. Every other commercial for a, for a car manufacturer is it's the electric version. We have the electric one of this. Isn't this great? We're going electric because we love the planet and we love you and we want to help save the world or whatever it is. But that seems to be, that's the sell. That's, that's the message with electric is it's so much better for the environment. Why? Because see, gasoline is evil and bad and it ruins the air and it comes from oil and the people that own the oil are evil and bad and they don't like you and electric that comes from the electric fairies and it, it's out of thin air and it's nice and clean and everybody gets it and it's unlimited. And every time you start the engine of, a, of an electric car, a dolphin jumps through a rainbow and that's the truth. And that's, that's my take on that. The end. Oh, wait, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong about that. Yes. That's not how it works. Where does electricity come from? Plain and simple. And I'm, I'll talk in plain and simple terms because that's all I know. And if I don't know something, I will say, I'm not sure about this. I don't know about enough about that to talk about it. I tend to go with mathematics and common sense and eyeball test. That's how I deal with a lot of things. I look at something and go, is that working? Then it must be okay. Is it actually not working? Then it, what's the point of it? Is somebody making a lot of money from this? then red flag, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, this is how it work. So where does electricity come from? Well, it comes from fuel. It comes from gas. It's just, you can't get around it. Look it up. According to the U S energy information administration, most of the nations talk about the United States of America. Electricity was generated by natural gas, nuclear energy, and coal. Those are forms of fuel. That was in 2020, which is the same today, by the way. The, the electricity power plants are generated from gas. So to put everybody on an electric grid to run cars to get away from using gas, 
what you're going to be doing is using gas to create electricity. And in the beginning, I thought, well, this is just a transfer of, of money. Instead of using the oil, we're going to use the electricity. And I go, wait a minute, not really. This is just an additional moneymaker for somebody. We're still going to have to get fuel. We're still going to have to buy gas. I mean, I'm talking like the, elect the electric company. They're going to have to buy the fuel from somewhere. Oil is still going to be a thing. It's just now we're transferring that energy to an electric energy. <laughs> so now there's a new player, a bigger, a big player, and they can make tons of money as well. And that's where I that, that's what I think is happening and it and is, and will happen more and more. Um, if it makes sense, I'm trying to almost wrap my own head around this and how I can explain this the best. Uh, cause I don't want to get all political. I don't want to go that route. I'm just saying sometimes things just make complete sense. And then, but, but the, how it's delivered and how it's portrayed and how it's, uh, promoted is the exact opposite. Like I'm saying, like the electric electricity, it's the message that it's, it's great and you'll no longer need gas. And if you repeat that enough, the general public will just say, fine, they'll give in after a while. That's just how we are. It'll become the norm one day and we'll all be on a big electric grid. I hope not actually. Cause like I said, I've just explained you need gas to make electricity. So now we're just doubling down. Now we're using gas and we're using electricity from power plants. Now you'll need, if you all of a sudden have every vehicle in America plugging in and needing electricity, uh, good luck with that. You know how many more power plants they're going to have to build and how much more electricity they're going to have to generate. And that's going to take a lot more fuel, of course. So I don't understand how that helps the environment. And then in the summertime, when it's 95 degrees and we've got rolling blackouts and brownouts and whatever, and they're saying, hey, it's uh, it's level five. They'll make up some sort of you know thing. It's It's a level five situation here. Everyone turn off your lights and your air conditioning because we don't have enough electricity to generate, to run everything, including the cars, unplug the vehicle, do that. I, you know what? I think gas vehicles will still exist. I will, I promise that I'll wave as I drive by in my gas vehicle because <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I'll give you a beep and a wave. How you doing? I'm off to wherever. I'm in my air-conditioned vehicle because I know that not only does your car not run, but you can't run the air conditioner in your house either because there's no more electric power for today. We have to conserve that now. It becomes a whole different issue. Like I said, I don't want to get political, but there's no other way to, than to go down that political road. And by the way, also, I don't think it's... When people hear about issues like this at all, they go, it's the government. And the other side that I don't like, the other side of the aisle, they're evil and they're, they're making this happen. I don't think it's government people, politicians wringing their hands saying, ha, 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 we're going to, we're going to screw somebody today. I think all that it, money runs everything. So when you have a big corporation that says, Hey, we have, or a big, big dollars somewhere, corporations and big dollars and big deep pockets with lots of money. And they say, we need this to run this certain way. And we have lots of money. So you as the politician, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever side of the aisle you're on, we need you to do what we need you to do. And if you don't, we'll take all of our money or lots of our money and we'll campaign against you and we'll, we'll help the guy running against you as well. We're going to help the other side and we're going to campaign against you. Or if you do as we say, we'll help you. We'll benefit your campaign. 
We'll put lots of money and we'll run campaigns against your opponent. And that's where politicians go, okay, <laughs> I can live with that, I guess. As long as I'm still in office and in power, then I'll justify it in my head somehow of what I'm doing here. But let's just keep that money rolling in. So money controls everything. And it's quite apparent with this that the officials, the powers that be, don't really care about the environment on this issue. And the reason I say that is because there's something very obvious that all sides are completely ignoring, but it is a real thing and it is an actual solution to this problem. And it's this hybrid powered vehicles. They're out there, they exist. I sold them for a year and a half when I got into car sales and it's wonderful technology and there's nothing to plug in. Hybrid vehicles are gas powered, but they also use what they call regenerative braking. When you use the brake, it harnesses that power and it, it stores it and it uses that as an electric power. As a, so every vehicle is basically its own internal power plant creating its own energy. Yes, you have gas, but you use much less because you're creating your own energy because of the gas engine and you don't have to use as much gas. And many minutes, hours that you're driving that vehicle, it's run on electric power that it's generated itself. How many commercials, how many campaigns, how many politicians do you see going on and on about, you know what we need? We need more of hybrid technology. Nobody. No one's saying it because there's no money in it. You're going to produce your own electricity? Who benefits from that? Uh, common taxpaying American? That does big corporation, big money, no good at all. But it's the best. If you're really concerned about the environment, that's how you do it. Hybrid technology. You're using less fuel. You're generating your own electricity. It's Like I said, I've, I've dealt with them. I've seen them. They work they work pretty good. They're not a perfect system, but if we really cared about the environment, what we'd be doing is perfecting that system, making hybrid technology even better because there, there are some drawbacks to it. If you drive long distances and you're not using your brakes a lot, then it's not generating the power. But if, if it's city driving, if it's stop and go driving, that's when it works. So let's have the powers that be and the engineers work up something to uh, where it will also while the engine's running, it can store some energy to use as an electric as well. Easy enough, but nobody does it. They're not talking about it. They're not going forward with it. Everything's all electric, all electric. And I'm telling you, it does, you know, when you really look at the simple math on it, you need fuel to make electricity. It's six of one half dozen. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't accomplish much of anything in the long run. If that's what you're doing. All it's doing is inviting another player, big player, to make a lot of money and to fund a lot of politicians, no matter which side of the aisle that is. And that's how the world works. So, Charles, <laughs> there's the simple answer. Gas or electric, uh, if, you, if you really want to get away from the gas vehicles, I, that's your prerogative. Like I said, have at it. I think gas vehicles are going to remain for a long, long time. And I hope they do. And I hope the electric, electric vehicles skyrocket. And I hope they, everybody owns one. And when gas goes down to 75 cents a gallon, I'll still have my gas-powered vehicle. And I'll be happy to fill up once again for 10 bucks. 
<laughs> someday down the road, if that's where we're going, I'm okay with that. But if we're actually concerned about the environment and actually want to do something, hybrid technology is the answer. And you know it's not making anybody much money because nobody talks about it. It exists, but nobody's promoting it. It's a secondary thought. It's a it's back burner. And I know there are stories about, you know, the combustion engine that can work on water. I don't know about that. Don't know enough about it to talk, speak intelligently about it. Uh, or the guy that said, I can make an engine and it can go two, 300 miles to the gallon. And they bought it out and, and they buried the patent and you'll never see it. I don't know if that's true either. I've heard, everyone's, we've heard stories about that. I don't know how true that is. What I do know is hybrid technology exists and almost no one cares. And that's your actual answer if you want to save fuel and cut down on emissions and help the environment. That's the, an actual answer, and nobody's talking about it. Not politicians and not the, the car ads. Nobody. Barely. And if you do see a hybrid, it's a plug-in hybrid. They at least want to, they still want to have their hands in that. But I'm telling you, you do not need the plug-in factor of the hybrid and it's not being talked about much. So again, I don't want to get political, but I just did. <laughs> so, sorry about that. But Charles, you brought up a, a, a great topic and I wanted to, to hit that and give you my two cents on it and at least share what I, I know and what I think I know and what I think is pretty, pretty much common sense. So hope you learned something today. And with that said, boy, that went by quick for me anyway, out of time. We'll, uh, we'll have another topic tomorrow of some sort, maybe a little lighter than this one. I'm, I guarantee it'll be a little lighter than what I was talking about today for sure. Promise. All right. That's it. I, I have for today. Uh, my company is Ken Steel Productions. And if you need a video done for your company as a, a video ad, or you need some voice work done, I do audio voiceovers as well. KenSteelProductions.com. Go check it out. In the meantime, have a great one. Talk to you tomorrow. This is a Ken Steel Productions production.